0: It took half an hour for paramedics to enter Al-Noor Mosque after the March 2019 massacre. The inquest has heard at least two armed defender squad members had deemed the mosque safe to enter and outside worshippers pleaded with police to let them in to help. Timothy Brown was in court and a warning his report contains distressing details.
1: A second Armed Defenders Squad member has detailed his frustration at how long it took to get paramedics to assist victims in Elnor Mosque on March fifteenth, 2019.
0: At about 1.57pm, I came from the room, which I now know to be the education-slash-function room one, and into the large prayer room at the back of the mosque where there were multiple people I believe to be deceased. On the left-hand side I heard a male coffin and he looked to me to be in a serious condition.
1: The officer says soon after he deemed the scene safe enough for paramedics to enter and called for ambulances to come forward to the mosque at 2.04pm. Another officer had already made two attempts to bring ambulances forward at 1.59pm and then two minutes later. However... Paramedics did not enter the mosque until 2.15pm, about half an hour after the gunman had left the area. The officer was one of only three trained AOS members left at the scene on Deans Avenue when the first AOS team left at six past two. He says as a result he was in no position to provide first aid to
0: victims. If I was inside the mosque then there's no one outside protecting us while we're trying to deal with the victims inside. Hence I deemed the priority was of protecting the mosque as best as I could. It means for 10 minutes after the
1: first AOS team left, the victims inside the mosque, who were too injured to get themselves to help, were left alone. A lawyer for some of the victims' families, Anne Tui, says the husband of one of her clients, Zekaria Tuyan, was on the phone to emergency services and writhing in pain throughout that time.
2: Did you know that um, at least one Shahid within the measured Al Noor was on an active 111 call to St John from about 147 to 221.
1: No. She asked the officer if he knew about the victim.
2: He can be seen on the CCTV footage for the 10 or so minutes that the police weren't within the mosque, rolling around the floor, and he can be heard on that phone call sounds that indicate that he was in significant pain.
1: Huh? Oh. I wasn't aware of that. Zechariah Tuyan became the 51st victim of the terror attack when he died about seven weeks later in Christchurch Hospital. The AOS officer says the delays in getting ambulances to the scene caused him frustration on the day. Another AOS officer told the inquest it was clear there were multiple victims requiring serious medical attention. I saw a male sitting against
2: the wall who had bullet wounds in the upper leg. He was sitting upright with his back against the wall and his eyes were open looking at me. I provided him reassurance telling him that I was there to help him and telling him to stay with me. I removed the male's trousers and I applied a tourniquet to that leg. On completion of this, my attention was drawn to a gurgling sound coming from the person in the very corner of the room.
1: The officer says that man was among a pile of bodies, most of whom were dead. The man had suffered a gunshot wound to his neck, which the officer described as catastrophic. He says as he went to get a bandage, he spoke to another man, though he cannot recall his specific injuries, and he provided treatment to another who had been shot in the upper body.
2: As I was attending to these victims, I quickly quickly became aware that my IFAC, which contained one of each basic personal medical supply, was insufficient to deal with multiple patients.
1: Soon after, that AOS team was alerted to shots at Limwood Islamic Centre and left the area. The 10-minute wait for victims began. Catherine Dalziel, a lawyer for the families of 31 Shaheed, says outside, worshippers were begging to get into the mosque to provide help to their friends and family inside. At least two police officers have given testimony that they didn't allow those worshippers inside the scene because, in part, they feared another potential gunman may be hiding among them, what they call a sleeper. Ms Dalziel asked the first officer if the fact the worshippers were Muslims had any influence on the officers' concerns.
2: My clients, and this is really important to them, they want to know, would have you been so cautious about there being a possible sleeper if you had been talking to a group of white people?
0: I would have dealt with the situation the exact same way. The inquest continues tomorrow.